Good morning, Christian America. Where is your commitment? How committed to Christ are you? How committed to Christ are you? That's what we're going to talk today, this Monday, as we get you ready for the week to go out into the world, do good things, and to live strong and live committed, overcoming obstacles, dedicating your life and those around you to the principles of Christ and the principles of this country. We're going to be tested at every turn, but God will help us overcome those tests. We're going to have obstacles placed in front of us, but God is going to provide a way to overcome those obstacles. And we're going to become stronger and we're going to become more knowledgeable on how to overcome the obstacles that we face, knowing that Christ got us through this. He always has. He always will. We cannot lose the faith. We must remain committed. And we're going to talk about that today. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Monday, which means it's another week to dedicate your life to Christ. Another week to dedicate your life to the love of your country and the principles in which your country was founded, in which our country was founded. And I'm going to give you some good news today. I'm going to provide you with a pathway how to uh, employ the tools that Christ gave us uh, throughout this week to make your life a little bit easier. But before I do that, I want to remind you, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to contribute to the Christian American cause, continue to go to ChristianAmericaTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. Uh, the, the weather is changing. Spring is coming out. So uh, we do have new tanks and, and uh, tees available for you. We are slowly going to be transitioning out of and phasing out the, uh, the, the hoodies and the sweatshirts. Uh, but the tees are coming in and, uh, you know, go to the website, pick yourself out something great, uh, put it on, express your love for your Christ, express your love for your country, uh, set the example for others to follow. And if you can't, uh, for whatever reason, you can always go to the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the Twitter page, the YouTube channel, follow us, subscribe to us. Um, contribute to us by commenting, leaving us your comments. We like that. We read them all. Uh, we try to uh, comment back to you if you have questions or, or maybe you want to address something you would like for us to address something. That's the place to do it. That's the place to interact. Um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow us, like us, share us, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also subscribe to the podcast here, the Good, Co- Good Morning Christian American Podcast, um, available on about eight different uh podcast platforms to include Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and um, and Spotify. So let's get back to what we were talking about. I'm going to make it easy for you guys. Going into this week, I'm going to make it easy for you guys. I'm going to break it down pretty simple about how your life can change for the better, how your life can be totally pain-free, suffer-free, totally... Um, easy all you have to do is pick up your bible and turn let's turn to the chapter where where christ said uh it was going to be no problem 
we can turn to the we can turn to the chapter where where Jesus told his apostles not to worry about anything because you won't be harmed you won't be talked bad about you won't be uh, ostracized you won't be criticized you won't be marginalized you won't be persecuted you won't be crucified let me just turn let me just find that page that 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 chapter that passage where Christ says everything's going to be all good and there's going to be no struggle. Um, let's see, as I turn the page, nope. My bad. It doesn't happen. It doesn't say that. Christ never says that. At no point does he say being a Christian is going to be easy. At no point does he say being a Christian is uh, not going to take work, that it's not going to take sacrifice, that it's not going to take commitment. At no point does he say that. At no point does he say that all your suffering is going on this earth is going to cease. Quite the contrary. What Christ says throughout the New Testament, what Christ continuously reiterates, reiterates is that suffering is necessary. It's necessary to being a Christian. He says that it, uh, suffering is going to be necessary in order for you to become closer to Christ. You're going to have to put yourself out there in the open. You are going to have to expose yourself and your belief to others. You're going to have to spread his message. And it's not going to be easy. And you're, 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 you're not, uh, your message, his message is not going to be taken easily. That you will suffer on behalf of him. That you will... Uh, be stoned on behalf of him that you will be crucified on behalf of him that you will be tortured and laughed at and mocked and ridiculed and anything that you can think of in a negative fashion that's what's going to happen to you if you're going to be a true follower of Christ and how do we know that well we can we know that because a, he said it. Christ repeats this over and over and over. Uh, we know that because it happened to him. He set the example. He wouldn't, like any good leader, any great leader, he wouldn't put us in a position without, in a position that he hasn't or he wouldn't already take. Right? As a leader, a good leader will always tell you that Never put your followers in a position, the people that you lead, don't never put them in a position that you wouldn't uh, choose to enter into as well. That's just the mark of a good leader. You don't make your subordinates, you don't make your followers do things that you're not willing to do. That makes you a hypocrite is what it makes you. It doesn't make you a leader. And Christ is a leader. Christ set the the principles of leadership that we are just now beginning to understand outside of the Christian world, outside of the religious community and the religious community and the Christian community. We've, we've known for 2000 years what leadership really looks like because we have an example of it throughout the new Testament. We have an example of what Christ set and then the, the residual effects 
of the followers of Christ, of the apostles throughout the New Testament, throughout the Acts of the Apostles, throughout the rest of the Bible, where Paul visits and writes letters to all these and uh, to all the other followers. And then, you know, there his residual effects for Timothy and, and the Corinthians and the Romans and the people that inhabit those areas, that leadership was proliferated about uh, that Jesus's principles of leadership were proliferated across uh, across the lands. And those and that leadership style of being a servant leader, working and suffering on behalf of those that follow you. We've known that for 2000 years. The rest of the world is just catching up to that. The, rest, the business community is just now catching up to that. Up until that point, the leader was the most powerful person. It was the person with the, with the most swords. It was the person with the biggest army. It was the person that sat on top of the throne and dictated edicts down to the followers. And that was what was seen as the leader. And the higher up that you got on the uh, you know, in, in the leadership ladder in the pyramid, the more power you had, the more people you could con- then control. And that was, and that was the leadership ladder, the leadership model that, you know, whoever was on top was the most powerful and Christ comes and he turns that around. And he says, you know, if you want to be number one, if you want to be first, you'll be last. He says that, this, that the son of man came to serve, not to be served. He's a servant leader. He takes on the sins of the world on behalf of us, on behalf of the people that we follow. Or excuse me, uh, on behalf of the people that follow him, right? That's what he came to do. And what that led to is following the, the following leaders, the apostles and Paul. To take on that same role, that same understanding that if if I'm the leader in this community, I can't tell them what to do. I can only inspire them and show them by example. And if I have to do that, and if, I, if doing that means I have to lose my life, then I would gladly do that. And how do we know that it's going to take that commitment well once again because that's what Christ did so not only does Christ say that over and over again throughout the New Testament but then he lives it by suffering by being mocked by being whipped by being chained by being made to carry his own cross uphill and being crucified being nailed to it through the hands and through the feet. Christ's life on earth is what's to come of your life on earth. If you want to be a true follower of Christ, this is what you're going to have to go through. Yes, There will be points in times where you get cheers and you get pats on the back and you get your promotion and you get the things that you were asking for because uh, 
because God blessed you with such things. But if you think that all those things don't come at a price, if you think that your faith and commitment in your faith, commitment to Christ, commitment to the one and only thing that matters, the one and only thing that lives on after you perish, if you think that there is no cost for that, if you think that there is no no suffering that you're going to have to endure because of that, if you think that there's no ridicule that comes along with that, if you think that there's no earthly punishment that others will try to dish out or give to you or force upon you because of your faith in Christ, because of your faith, then you're mistaken. I started off this podcast by trying to tell you that to turn to the place where God said it was going to be okay, where life on this earth was going to be easy. And the answer is there isn't a place where that where that is said. As long as you're on this earth, you will be constantly tested. You will be constantly uh, in conflict with the world if you choose to live by Christ and his principles. If you choose to live by Christ and his principles, if you choose to follow God's word, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. You will face the fire. And it's your actions at that point that are going to determine who you really are. Your commitment to God, your commitment to Christ, your commitment to your brothers and sisters, your commitment to your community, your commitment to your family will all be tested. It will all be tested. And it's at that point. Where we're all going to see exactly who we are. And it's going to take commitment to God. It's going to take a commitment to Christ. It's going to take commitment when, when your neighbors come crashing down on you. When your government come, comes crashing down on you. When your you know political enemies come crashing down on you. When your... Uh, when your education system attacks your family, when your political system attacks your livelihood, when they attack your inalienable rights, when they attack your ability to speak freely, when they attack your ability to bear arms, when they attack your ability and the rights granted within our own constitution when that time comes when that time comes we are going to find out who the true believers are we're going to find out who is truly committed to christian american principles it's in times of struggle it's in times of downturn it's a, it's in times of pain and suffering where character is revealed. It's where character is revealed. It's where 
It's when Abraham spent all those years childless. So much so that he committed adultery with with his servant just so he could have an offspring, that he could have an heir. But then he was blessed with Isaac and he loved Isaac so much that God put him to the test. And I know the you know the, the Bible doesn't expound upon Abraham's thoughts during this time, but you can only imagine what his thoughts were. You can only imagine what his thoughts were. Is this true? Does God want me to do this? Does this make sense? If we try to look at things from an earthly lens, from a human lens, you got to you got to say this doesn't make sense. I didn't hear right. I must be mistaken. I must be crazy. This isn't right. That's what that's what the natural reaction would be until you realize that it ain't about you. You're looking at it from the perspective that only uh, of only you. You're not looking at it from the perspective the perspective of God. You have to have faith and commitment that he's going to deliver you from the fear that grips you and follow his word. And that's exactly what Abraham does. And that's it. And you know what the rest of the story, you know, that God provided the sacrifice for Abraham and Isaac. And what you know over and over and over, if you read the text, if you read the scripture of the Bible, is that when you listen to God and you follow his commandments, you follow his wishes. Good things happen. And when you don't, because you're scared or because you don't understand or because you don't think that he really meant it, Or more commonly, that after a few blessings, after a few good things that happen in our lives, we tend to think that we did it. That we're the ones that caused these good things to happen. We're the ones that went out on our own and succeeded. We're the ones that came up with these great ideas. We're the ones that put in the work. We're the ones that received and earned these blessings. We earned these blessings. And it's at that point where God steps in to remind you exactly who is the one providing. Even sometimes when you don't, When you don't take that posture, when you do know that it's God leading the way and you do give credit, you do thank God as Abraham did, he still tests you. He still puts an obstacle in your way for you to overcome it. 
for you to strengthen your spirit and strengthen your soul and to strengthen your faith and strengthen your commitment to him. And that's the true lesson. It's the true lesson over and over again. That regardless of how bad things become, God will provide for you if you hold the line, if you believe in his word, if you follow him to a T, if you stand up for him. Acknowledge me before others and I will acknowledge you before my father in heaven. Not my words, that's, that's Christ's words. That's Jesus' words. Matthew 10, 32. Acknowledge me before others, and I will acknowledge you before my Father in heaven. But verse 33 brings it right back. Those who do not acknowledge me before others, I will not. Acknowledge before my father in heaven. How you like them apples? How do you like them apples? It's not Eddie's word. It's not my word. Don't listen to me. Turn to the scripture. Turn to the chapter. Turn to the verse. That's what you'll find. Everyone must know. All of us must know. That when things get tough. When life gets tough. When evil rears its ugly head when 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 tragedy takes place god is always there and it's incumbent upon us to keep the faith it's incumbent upon us to keep the faith in christ to keep the faith in god no matter what happens David himself in Psalm 143 is going through crisis. He's going through crisis. And he's hurting. His spirit is failing. He feels that God has abandoned him. Does he curse God? Does he turn away from God? Does he uh, lash out? Does he... You know, does he turn away from his faith? Does he become an evil person? I'll read it to you and I'll listen. And that way you can hear his words, David's words. Again, not my words. Lord, hear my prayer. That means I'm, I'm still here and I'm still praying to you. Listen to my cry for mercy in your faithfulness and righteousness. Come to my relief. He's still maintaining faith. He still believes that God will come to him and save him from his enemies. Do not bring your servant into judgment for no one living is righteous before you. No one living is righteous before God. Truer words have rarely been spoken. In your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment for no one who is righteous, who is no one who is living is righteous before you. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows faint within me. My heart within is dismayed. 
I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. I will spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. He's begging to Christ no matter what is going on. No matter what the hardships that you face, no matter what the hard times that you face, no matter the challenges that you're going to face this week in life, you reach out to Christ and thirst for him like a parched land. Have commitment. Christ never says that being a Christian is going to be easy. He says that you're going to suffer and you're going to agonize and you're going to pain. You're going to have pain just like I have suffered and I have pain and I have agonized. Things are not going to be easy. This message is not going to go well with everybody. But it's the right thing to do. It's the right way to live. It's the right way to be. And if you can do that, if you can put your faith and your love and your trust in Christ, if you can do the works of God, If you can spend the time with him, putting your hands together for a few minutes every day and acknowledge his existence, know that he's there, acknowledge him before others, he will acknowledge you before his father. There's a failure amongst society right now to do that. It's a, it's a failure. There's a failure to recognize our own insignificant, our own insignificance. Everybody wants to be the star of their own show. On social media, everybody is the star of their own show. So they they take the highlight reels of their life and they take selfies and snapshots and pictures and small clips and small uh, 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 good aspects of their day and their life and their week and they post them for all to see because they want to be a star they want to show the world that there's nothing wrong with them there's nothing wrong with them but we know that that's not true we know that that's not true those same people that are looking for that gratification from others are hurting inside They need their own justification. They need their own satisfaction from somebody, from somewhere, from something to make them feel better, to make them feel good. But that need is never satisfied. That hunger is never filled. That hole remains constant inside. So no matter how many happy pictures you post, no matter how many funny memes that you post no matter how many you know good inspirational stories you may copy and paste from other people's stuff to pretend that it's you pretend that it's your life you know the truth and God knows the truth you're never going to be satisfied enough you're never going to be fulfilled enough looking to earth looking to men to looking to things to feel happiness and meaningfulness in your life you're not going to be able to do it it's impossible those who love their life will lose it
your commitment to God is necessary. Your commitment to the Christian American community is necessary. Your commitment to your family is necessary. Your commitment to our country and our way of life and the way that we pray and who we pray to is all at risk. Your commitment is necessary for it to maintain. No matter how bad things get, do like, do like David did and reach out to Christ. Do like Paul did and reach out to Christ. Rejoice in the suffering. Rejoice in the suffering. And I know it's Eddie, it's harder said than I mean it's easier said than done. But he puts you in these positions so that you overcome them, not so that they overcome you. How do you know? How do you know to solve the problem that you've never had to solve before? It's like taking a test when you've never seen the material. It's just about impossible. That's what God is giving you. He's giving you the material. He's giving you the idea. He's giving you the mental strength. He's giving you the physical strength to overcome the obstacles that you face now. Even if they're winning at this point, even if you're still getting beat by those obstacles, being beat by those challenges, those challenges of debt, the challenges of unemployment, the challenges of divorce, the challenges of of pornography, the challenges of gossiping, the challenges of backbiting and lying. These challenges are put here for you to overcome them. They're put here for you to grow strength from them. Because once you overcome them, you realize that you can overcome them. If you're struggling with alcohol right now, you can overcome that. If you're struggling with, you know, cigarettes right now, you can overcome that. If you're struggling with uh, a, a drug abuse, you can overcome that. Once you do overcome that, you can go to your brother and sister to your left and your right in your community, in your family, and now you have a blueprint on how to do it. You have a blueprint on exactly what to do and what to think and, 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 and how to overcome the challenge. That's why these challenges exist. They exist to overcome and learn. The number one way to gain knowledge is experience. Matter of fact, I believe Einstein said that 
The only source of true knowledge is experience. Anything else is just information. It's theoretical. It's the experience that gives you knowledge. That's why it's so important that we let God into our lives, that we let God into our hearts, because when we experience him, we have true knowledge of him. Once you know that he exists because you feel him in your heart, you feel him in your bones. You, you're able to witness exactly how you ended up where you are because of his intervention. You witness that intervention. You take part in that process. You see God's results. You felt him. You sensed him. You saw him and the results that he created. You know that's knowledge. That's not information. That's not theoretical that is real. That is real empirical evidence and science. You know that. You know that. And it's only at that point do you, with the knowledge, can you then pass it on? Then you can pass it on. And to that person that you passed it on to, it may still just be information. It may still be theoretical, but at least they know what to look for. And then when they see it, and they feel it. They'll know it because you told them. That's how we pass on this lineage of Christianity. That's how we pass on this lineage of what's right. That's how we've passed on these stories for thousands of years. Because they're true. When we read them, we know theoretically that it's true we know theoretically that these things can happen we have the information of certain things happening once they happen to us once we feel it then we know it we have knowledge we step beyond the theoretical Your commitment to this, your commitment to this life, your commitment to Christ, your commitment to your families and your friends and our community is going to be tested. Put faith in Christ. Put faith in Christ And give love and compassion to your brothers and sisters. Guide the way. Lead the way. As Christ led the way for all of us. This week, intentionally make the effort to spread his message. Intentionally make the effort. To spread his love. Intentionally make the effort to impact someone's life. 
and give them the knowledge of experiencing him so that they can pass on his love. And with that, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, Don't forget the Good Morning Christian American podcast comes on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we try to uh, come to you with shorter clips and videos and, you know, messages throughout the week as things uh, uh, garner our attention or they become hot topics of discussion. Uh, when that com- when that time comes or when those times come, uh, we'll release something. Uh, pay attention uh, to the post. We're always putting out, we always try to put out good Christian American information. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a, a, a quality tea like the one you see me wearing right now. For those on audio po- uh, on the on the audio podcast only, um, you're just gonna have to make do with your imagination. Um, and then t- tune into the podcast. There's no excuse not to be watching or and or listening to the podcast. We're on audio. We're on video. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, there is no excuse not to get uh, some good Christian American content. Uh, nearly any every day of the week. So with that, uh, have a blessed week ahead. Stay on fire, stay stay lit for Christ, uh, and you guys stay blessed.